Addiction. What is addiction? Addictions come in many f- shapes, form, and reality. This is what the National Institute on Drug Abuse, Advancing Addiction Science, had to say about addiction. Many people don't understand why or how other people become addicted to drugs, and they make a lot of mistake thinking that they use lack of moral principles or willpower, and they could stop their drug use simply by choosing to. In reality, drug addiction is a complex disease. Yes, you heard it right. It's a disease, and quitting usually takes more than good intentions. Or a strong will. Does that ring a bell to you? Drugs change the brain in ways that make quitting hard, even for those who want to. Fortunately, researchers know more than ever about how drugs affect the brain and have found treatments that can help people recover from drug addictions. Okay, what is drug addiction? Isn't it interesting? Whenever we talk about addiction, the first thing we hear is always related to drugs. Isn't that how it always starts? It changes the brain wave and then leads to other form of addictive behaviors. Okay, so uh, what's a drug addiction? Addiction is a chronic disease characterized by drug seeking and use that is compulsive or difficult to control, despite harmful. Consequences: The initial decision to take drugs is voluntary for most people, but repeated drug use can lead to brain changes that challenge an addicted person's self-control and interfere with their ability to resist intense urges to take drugs. These brain changes can be persistent, which is why drug addiction is considered a relapsing disease. People in recovery from drug use disorder. Are at increased risk for returning to drug use even after years of not taking the drugs. So, how does really treatment work? As with other chronic health condition, treatment should be ongoing and should be adjusted based on how the patient responds. Treatment plans, reviews, modify to fit the patient changes. Of course, that's how it goes. So. What happens to brain when person takes drugs? Well, most of the drugs affect on the brains. Um, it basically feeds to your neural circuitry as a reward system, causing euphoria as well as flooding it with chemical messenger like dopamine. Why do you think we have this slang? Hey, you're dope, man. That's where it comes from. Dopamine, a properly functioning Reward system motivates a person to repeat behavior, behaviors needed to thrive, such as eating and spending time with loved ones. Surges of dopamine in the reward circuit causes the reinforcement of pleasurable but unhealthy behavior, like taking drugs, leading people to repeat the behavior again and again. As a person continues to use drugs, the brain adapts by reducing the ability of cells in the reward reward circuit to respond to it. This reduces the high that the person feels compared to the high they felt when first taking the drug, as effect known as tolerance. 
they might take more of the drugs to try and achieve the same high. These brain adaptation often lead to the person becoming less and less able to derive pleasure from other things they once enjoy, like food, sex, social activities. So long-term use also causes change in brain chemical system and circuits as well, affecting function that includes learning, judging, decision-making, stress, memory, and behaviors. So why? Why do people become addicted? Let's take a look. Uh, there's really not a one factor that can predict if a person will become addicted to drugs as a combination factor includes risk for addiction. The more risk factors um, the person has, the greater the chance that taking drugs can lead to addiction. For example, biology. So the genes that people are born with account for about half of the person risk for addiction gender, ethnicity, and the presence of other mental disorder may also influence the risk for drug use and addiction. Environment. Here's another one. So yes, it matters who you hang out with, where you hang out with. Okay, the person environment includes many different influences from family, friends, economic status, and general quality of life. Factors such as peer pressure, physical sexual abuse, early exposure to drug stress, and parental guidance can greatly affect a person's likelihood of drug use and addiction. Development. Again, this has to do with your genetics. Genetic and environmental factors interact with critical development stages in a person's life to affect addiction risk. Although taking drugs at any age can lead to addiction. The earlier drug can begin begins, the more likely it will progress to addiction. This is particularly problematic for teen because areas in their brains that control decision making, judgment and self control are still developing. So teens may be especially prone to risky behavior, including trying drugs. Um, I wanted to point out that According to the American Psychiatric Association, people can develop an addiction to alcohol, marijuana, LSD, PCP, and other hallucinogens, um, inhalants such as paint thinner glue. Remember that when you were in elementary school, you used to sniff glue. Yeah, imagine what that did to your brain. Op uh, opioids opiates such as painkiller, codeine, oxycodone, heroin, methamphetamine, right? Sedative, hypnotics, and um, anxiolytics like medicines for anxiety such as tranquilizer. I've seen some people that even take in horse tranquilizer. Uh, cocaine, methamphetamine, and other stimulants. And then you have tobacco, smoking tobacco. And here's the latest one that many of you may not heard it. Vaping. Yes, vaping. Let's add pot, weeds, marijuana into that. Many people will come and tell me, well, it's plant-based, it's natural. It has a lot of um, DNA similar to human, so it's good for you. No, it isn't. And I'll tell you why later. The other thing I want to add onto this list for you is gambling. Okay. 
gambling, yes. Gaming, yes, you heard me right. Gaming, how many hours? Be honest to yourself. Do you actually spend time playing video games? It's becoming a multi-billion-dollar industry. What does that tell you? How much time do you play video games? Not just on television, but on your cell phone. You know, sometimes we stand in line and we're like, the first thing we do, tick 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 tick, playing video games on our cell phone. Right? You're like, ah, I'm just killing time. So let's add. So you're sitting there waiting 15, 30 minutes. That's gaming. And then you go do something else. You're waiting to pick up your kids or your friends in the car. Another 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Ding, 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 ding. You're playing other games. Okay. You're on the phone with a friend just listening, but you're playing video games. Ding, 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 ding. Or do you sit and having conversation family nights while somebody else is doing something, you decide to play a video game. Ding, 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 ding. That's another hour and 15 minutes, hour and 30 minutes, hour, two hours, three hours. Now I know the video gaming um, professionals, shall we say, or amateur, they do spend days without sleep and they do this. Okay, so that is an addiction, believe it or not, because the computer screen and the lighting does affect our neural circuitry and it creates this behavior, a continuous behavior where you are addicted and you don't go to sleep. And why? You know, you're like, well, it, doesn't that bring a lot of pleasure? Yes, it does, but you have to be realistic. When you do, when you, be ha when you have addictive behaviors, it takes you away from spending quality, viable, live, face-to-face, tete-a-tete conversation with a person, with a real human being. As a social animals, we need to develop our social skill, our interpersonal skill, to have a communication. A lot of times we use um, addiction as a form of escape more than anything, really, an escape. Whether you escape, you're going to get, um, usually, you know, people look for a safe place that can give you some kind of rewards, right, to the feel good, so you can get something done. I've known people that are addicted to cocaine, they would sniff it up until they have holes up in their nostril nasal passages and you know they come and ask me for help and I'm like well I don't think the hole is the problem in your nose or your brain I think it's more of uh, something else okay so trust me when I say addiction it's more than just the behavior in the first place and your genetic inclination okay so the other thing I wanted to add to that is um Yes, aside from gaming, computer, sometimes people are always on the computer. It doesn't have to be gaming. It could be just research, reading stuff. Again, it's the light that comes through the computer that does this and it does keep you up. Okay, so there are 
things that you can do to offset that while you are you know, on the computer, whether it's work or research, reading your email, okay? And um, so computer lighting does elicit uh, an addictive behaviors. And so want to kind of stay away from that. Okay, so I wanted to uh, read what the American Psychiatric Association have to say about addiction. And the first thing, again, they talk directly they go directly to substance use disorder acronym sud okay sud it's a complex condition okay well at least they know it's a complex condition in which there is uncontrolled use of substance despite harmful consequences again right they talk about illicit drugs tobacco alcohol again not they don't go very too much about vaping and um, computer gaming. Okay, so they talk about how these, where the person's ability to function in day-to-day life becomes impaired. This is very true. Sometimes, you know, it's impaired and an individual will not say it. Now, I had a situation with a friend where, you know, she started vaping and I said, no, mm -mm. She, she told me exactly the same. Oh, I can quit this. You know, I can control blah, blah, blah. It was all fun and gay. And I'm looking at her and I'm saying, I don't think so. You think that's funny, but it isn't right you start off with a cute little flavor like strawberry and melon you know and it makes you feel good relaxes you you see what i mean what that is really is nothing more than a cop-out and a way to escape sometimes escape to just boredom really boredom people so i told her specifically i don't want i don't want to be a secondhand smoker she said yes but she still smoked right in front of me, despite what I asked. You know, not only that, people who have addictive behaviors, I'm going to tell you the signs and symptoms here. They become extremely manipulative. So this lady start manipulating me, pushing my buttons to the edge. Okay. And they be that's manipulation becomes when it becomes more extreme, it's called abuse. Mental, emotional abuse. Taking advantage of your friendship, the relationship. Does that ring a bell to you? Okay. So my situation is just an example for many of you out there who already know this experience. You know, I'll our culture, whether Eastern, Western, on the global scale, have always been accepting tobacco and alcohol as a norm. You know, it's a cultural, social cultural norm. And I say to that is no, it is not a cultural norm. It is not a social norm when people become abusive. Stand up and say no to this. Since when did this become a cultural norm? Right? The people that make the money. They make you addicted and they make you pay for it. And they'll blame on you. They're not going to blame themselves, of course. 
Okay. People with substance abuse use disorder may have distorted thinking and behaviors. Again, changes in the brain structure and function are caused this intense craving, changes in personality, abnormal movement, and behaviors. Brain imaging studies have shown that changes in the brain that relate to judgment, decision-making, learning, memory, and behavior control. They scan your brain and start looking at this, examining the study before, during, and after the changes that's been affected by the chemical abuse or behavior disorder. Okay? So, most of the time, people choose these form of addiction for a variety of reasons. To feel good, pleasure, high, intoxication, relieve stress. Does that ring a bell? Stress, forget problems. They want to feel numb. Again, it's an escape. They want to do better, improve performance or thinking. I've known a CEO of a multi-billion dollar companies that all of you are using their products and services on a daily basis. And I will not disclose any more than that. And they are addicted to cocaine. Okay? Cocaine. That's how they get to be high level. That's how their business can be at the top level on the global scale. You know, we always talk about, well, all these big corporations are bun by psycho. Well, perhaps that's where it's coming from. Okay? Just a thought. Just a food for thought. The other thing is for the peer pressure, curiosity, or experimenting. Yeah, that's where they say, you know, curiosity kills the cat and it will kill your brain cells. Okay? Um, I'm going to offer you another aspect, okay, of drug abuse whatever the addiction that you have. And the, the drugs or the, the addiction is nothing more than mainly when we are attached by an outside energies. I'm going to give you my experience. One time I had this um, lovely woman who is also a mother, had a series of drug abuse since she was a kid died many times and she became I mean she started from cocaine to methamphetamine to marijuana name it okay and to uh, opiums what have you and then um, alcoholics all right choose the husband that does similar things that didn't help right misery find misery so um, she I was in contact with her I was invited by a family members to do that. And I show up and I looked at her. She looks healthy, beautiful, beautiful house. You know, have great kids. Everything was look perfect. And then we started the session. I go inside. I see her soul. Her soul was like locked up. I'm like, wait a minute. On the outside, she looks 
well-to-do socioeconomic-wise. She has sense of style, fashion, name it, right? Inside, she was locked up, sitting in a fetal position, locked up in a room, with tiny little glimpse of light shedding on her. And it was dark. And I said, well, where's your soul? Your soul should be like glowing, happy. It doesn't match with your 3D reality. What's going on? So from then on, I did my work. And at that time, she was still having addictive behaviors, a lot of drug addictions, even as a grown adult. And since that session we did, she literally stopped all the drugs. Literally. Okay? Literally stopped. And I told her, in addition to being stopped after I, we've done a session together, I had removed some entities that were attached and feeding off of her that caused her to do all kinds of crazy stuff. So basically the entity, wherever she got it, right, push her original bioorganic soul. It's like, hey, I'm going to lock you up. I'm going to take over your body. You're going to become my puppet. I'm going to suck the life and the energy and whatever the experience that you have every day, I'm going to suck the energy out of it. So you become a human battery. And I said to that is, no, no, no. That is not in accordance to the universal creation. You know, so you got to go. Goodbye. So, and that's what we did. And um, she literally stopped smoking in all forms of drugs. And the other the recommendation I did for her was I asked her, let's, why don't you go and volunteer for the woman with addictive behaviors and be part of the role model? You know, because this way it'll help her keep her checked in why am I here? Why am I grateful for each day? And let's give it back. Let's share this. And that's what she did. Five years later, she called me and still told me she has not touched any forms of drugs, alcohol, any form of addiction. Okay. So, and this is a, a real example. Okay. And the other thing is back to the, the, um, the CEO of a tech company, um, similar situation and the individual use it to access um, basically uh, an entity, an extraterrestrial being that was basically um, downloading bunch of high tech information to him. And that's how he was able to materialize it and then give it to the world. But in order to maintain that connection, he acts he used cocaine okay he used cocaine to maintain this channel of information okay and so um that was the reason and so he wasn't willing to give that up you see what i mean the price you pay for fame the price you pay for money and wealth all right whether you are your sole purpose was to be here to deliver this information, perhaps. Now we're talking about soul genetics, DNA, your life, real core life purpose. 
okay? Um, you know, it may be true, but it doesn't mean that you have to go through that route and use coke and cocaine and whatever the drug addiction, all right? So I want you to bring, bring that awareness for you that there, there is an alternative perspective of addiction. And when you, when you have the right people, okay, that can see through you, beyond you, beyond space-time and reality, beyond your 3D, what you can see right in front of you, they will be able to help break down these codes of what is really going on, all right? Because some of these entities, they're very elusive, very elusive, and they'll play games and they'll play tricks even for the best um, intuitive, medical intuitive um, healers, shamans, whatever they want to call themselves. All right. So just be aware of that. You got to find someone really legit and strong that you can trust to help you, you know, break this barrier. And uh, if you don't do it right, they do come back, you know, because they're like, Ooh, I got a taste of this yummy cake. I'm going to come back for sure. So they put a marker on you, you know, and they come back. If they don't, they put it on your kids because they know now, because once you open that eggshell, okay, to allow them to come and use your body as a vehicle, once they hijack your car, like your physical body as is like a car, once they hijack it, they'll come back. Cause they'll put like, a, you know, this automated like um, bi-location sensor for life and they'll attach it to your kids, your family, and it spreads like crazy. Oh, you think they're stupid or something? Of course they're smart. You know, that's why they do what they do, because you're like a battery, you, you feed off for them, you know. So you think that's your mental reality, you think that is your ideas, your thinking, but it's not you at all. You don't even, you can't even decipher, filter out the differences. What makes you think that you can figure out the rest? That's how you got into addictive behavior in the first place. Have you thought about that? Yeah. So people with um, addicted to drugs and even tobacco, let's not even go to drug tobacco, vaping. Oh my gosh, they're so manipulative. I tell you, I couldn't stand it. I had to basically just got to divorce the relationship, even as a friend, because it just becomes too abusive. So, hey, if you need to do that, so be it. You know, you don't need to be their little guinea pig so they can elicit all this negative behavior and they suck the energy out of you. That's what they do. They just vampire your energies, you know, because they play with your heart. Oh, you're my best friend. Why are you doing this to me? Yeah, does that ring a bell to you? Exactly. Don't don't go there. It's not worth the energy, folks. Save your feeling your emotion for beautiful things for things that could help the world not to play this drama game it's not worth it so the people out there that do have all these addiction that i just explained if you do need help okay and i highly suggest that you don't wait no more excuses okay you just have to focus on i want to be healthy again all right there is a national helpline for you. Um, the acronym for that is uh, 
SAMHSA National Helpline is free and confidential 24 7, 365 days a year treatment referral and information service in English and in Spanish for individual and family facing mental and or substance use and disorder. That phone number is 1 800 662 HELP. That's 4357. 1 800 662 HELP. 4357. Okay? Now, not only are we talking about substance order, a lot of time the next step is suicide. Eventually, if you're rich, you can afford it, they'll continue to feed, okay, with the substance abuse and the addictive behaviors. But sometimes when you take away the funding and they have no access to continue feeding the neural secretary with this, you know, the dopamine, they started committing suicide. They'll start to go and withdraw and they want to commit suicide. If you know anyone, okay, that are in that state, please share this information with them. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Again, they prevent suicide. It's a uh, lifeline, provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention, and crisis, resources for you and your loved ones, and best practices for professionals. That number is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. And that is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Now, considering that all these massive energies that's coming in for the global scale, uh, many people will start feeling the needs to um, have dopamine being released at a fast speed okay because they're already feeling dopey no and i'm i'm not saying this as uh, um um criticism but it's really true you are feeling in a state of like doping it's it's all brainwave people because of the energies and the frequencies look at the schumann resonance Okay, it makes you feel like a zombie, feeling good, but then you, you need to feed that feel good to support that physical body one is going through changes, okay? And um, so we, um, we, for on outside, we do have products that we use called Dragon Fuel, and that, that supports on the inside, okay? On the outside, you use um, the Dragon Oil, Okay, and that is like a relic. It comes in and helps deter and remove the negative entity that don't belong to your physical body. So that's something you can use, and it's not for everyone. Okay, um, it really isn't for everyone because not everyone is capable of making this decision and say, "I'm ready for next step and to have this removed." Some people love the entity so much, love them. And I'm wondering, are you really loving them because of your ego? Maybe you want to have that superpower. You want to be rich, powerful. Is that why you're keeping this entity and feeding off you? You think that's positive, but it's not all positive. Okay. In one of the cases, what happened was this young boy in high school. That's in the, my community. It was all over the local news, by the way. And um, he came from a Catholic family, very strict family. 
and he was only one child in high school. And uh, he had basically, um, you know, he, he only does marijuana. He doesn't do anything else. And uh, he was definitely possessed, I tell you. And I warned, I warned the girl's mother, you know, and uh, she didn't believe me. And her girl, they're same age, same, they, they attend same high school. She's so beautiful. And, um, they, you know, they hang out with each other. And he wanted her and he couldn't have her. I guess. So I told the mother, you need to remove your daughter ASAP because this is life threatening. I don't know anything about these people. You know, I just happened to, I met the mother and uh, of the, the girl and this is what I picked up. So um, I don't know anything about the boy until after I said, and she told me that and I said, no, you need to get out of the country fast ASAP soon enough. A month later, I got a call. I didn't hear from her for a while. I got a call from the mother. We are not at the location. We move far and away, and we will not be traced. The boy is hunting us down, blah, blah, blah. And I also heard the news that on the news, local news, that he had a gun. He went to the high school and started shooting rampantly. I'm, I forgot if some kid died from that incident or not, um, but it was a big news that happened so this to me opens up a lot of questions with the high schools that have had um that's going through rampant shooting you know what i mean taking lies are they was that like a killing spree so that was kind of like a hunting ground so they tend to go to high school elementary school start shooting kids because kids have really beautiful special soul you know so is that what happened killing spree did they bring their whole potsy over and start hunting down it was like a feeding frenzy or what and that's what you want to question okay we need more than just a medical professional help it needs to be more like a team effort coming from different aspects of healing and that's called holistic healing whether you are addictive to substance abuse or video gaming you see what I mean so um, be aware of that okay so that's addiction and oh sex is the same is no different from substance abuse all right addiction is addiction and it becomes addictive behaviors when you tell them no, and then they start manipulating the situation. And the first thing they do, they get super angry at you. Although I have a multiple personality, there's a good sign symptoms for you. Multiple personality. And you're like, wait a minute, where is this coming from? Oh, I get tons of people with marijuana addiction that start yelling at you for no reason. Or you say something, a word, a very nice, safe word, and it'll trigger them. Because why? Maybe because your high angelic energy just irritates their demons. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. So wake up, people. Wake up to a different reality. So you can truly start seeing who your enemies are.